What are we talking about today? What are we talking about? I don't even know. Take <laughs> <laughs> three. What I do remember is that it was really sad. <laughs> oh, wow. The big boss died. Are you forgetting? Oh, spoilers. <laughs> we need to stop saying. We need to stop. We need to stop. We need to stop. Welcome to Beyond Hollywood. I'm your host, Cynthia McKenna. And I'm Nadia. And today we are talking about Ji Changwook. Yeah. But before that, as always, I'd like to find out, Nadia, what are you watching? Ooh. So, I'm watching, right now I'm watching Forecasting Love and Weather. Mm-hmm. And... 25-21-25-21-25-21-25-21-25-21-25-21-25-21-25-21-25-21-25-21-25-21-25-21-25-21-25-21-25-21-25-21-25-21-25-21-25-21-25-21-25-21-25-21-25-21-25-21-25-21-
but we now don't really know because we still don't know if the daughter is like the main lead, the, the man's daughter or Rui. We don't know. Yeah, that's what 2521 yeah. is about. It's so much deeper than I thought it was because I've seen a couple of clips on TikTok, but they are always mm-hmm. centered on the chick doing like some fencing stuff. So I thought it's just oh, yeah. this chick fencing stuff and this guy falling head over heels for her. He doesn't even fall yet, to be honest. Like what? you'd think he's fallen, but for me, when I still look, okay, people will say maybe people will think he has fallen, but when I look at him, like the way he mm-hmm. looks at her, there are times, yes, where you would be like, oh, I think he likes this girl, but I think that he has like this deep sense of admiration for her mm-hmm. because fencing, she got it. And she still continues pursuing fencing despite all the odds. So hmm. people, um, her mom was like, yeah, you're not good at it. But she was like, no, I'm still going to like fight for, I'm still going to fight for my dreams because I believe that I'm good at this thing. And the more, the harder I work, the better for me. So he just loves her approach towards life, towards failure, towards um, success. She's just so easy breezy with everything where she's like, yeah, I mean, so he's able to draw so much strength from that. And it is deep, by the way. It really is very, very deep. Like, it's one of those shows that for me, I watch and I need to just take a step back. Mm. I can't binge it. So the fact that it's ongoing works for me. Damn. <laughs> yeah. Because it's what? just you finish an episode and you're like, whew, okay. That was that was something. <laughs> but it's well written. Mm. That's what I'll say about it. It's very well written. Awesome. Awesome. Um I'm currently watching uh three different shows. Uh which yeah. is <laughs> <laughs> okay, let's start with the Chinese one. I'm watching Hello the Sharpshooter. Now that one, I am currently moving with it as it's released. Every day at 3 p.m., I am there live with everyone else watching Hello the Sharpshooter. Are you serious? Okay. <laughs> it's the dedication for me. <laughs> <laughs> it's my break time, okay? Wow. That's my break time. That's yeah. crazy. Okay, mm-hmm. I know it's on my uh, list of C-dramas to watch. Yeah, just wait until it ends. It's not worth that kind of dedication for you, I feel. For yeah. me, yes. <laughs> okay. mm-hmm. uh, like I've said before, I love the two actors, uh, or I loved them in other films that I watched. So to yeah. see them together, to me, is just a dream come true. So I won't go into details about it. It's just basic. It's the most basic C-drama you'll ever get. The guy is has amnesia, cannot remember the girl because of some accident we are yet to find out. He's obsessed about being a sharpshooter um, and being in the Olympics and whatever. And he's a captain and the chick. You know, she does her own V lives to, you know, and then yeah, they work together and they come together to solve their mental problems because both of them have traumatic pasts. You know, the whole jabang. <laughs> yeah, I'm just like, mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Apparently, she can't let a certain guy, being him, touch her because she's so traumatized by their breakup. Still waiting to find out what that breakup was and that traumatized her that much. Anyway. But I, I'm pretty sure I saw a scene of Hello Sharpshooter where they're kissing. Yes. They do. Or is that they, like later on? Because they were they, they were dating at that point, right? Yeah. Okay. So they do kiss accidentally. Yeah. You know, our accidental kiss. We love them. No, that was not an accidental kiss. That was like an actual, like, I'm, I'm your kiss boyfriend kind of thing. Hold up, hold up. 
they do kiss accidentally at the beginning and she faints mm-hmm. and goes to the hospital so they try and figure out ways to make her comfortable like how many layers of clothes must he be wearing before she's uncomfortable um the kisses they do is like it has to have something in between like a piece of paper or something and then later on i've seen that scene we are yet to mm-hmm. reach there we're still in uh, episode 24 i think it's somewhere in episode 30 something she they What? actually full on kiss yes <laughs> And it, because she's like I'm healed and she's like he's like oh she's like I'm healed and he's like ha huh, I've waited 16 days you owe me 32 kisses we're starting now <laughs> what okay that's it mm. that's really interesting because the scene that I saw they were in a bus they were in a bus yeah they were like in their team bus or something like that and they kissed I'm sure they did but anyway who knows i don't know maybe it's just maybe, maybe i missed that but ideally they are not supposed to be able to kiss maybe it was another show could be another show <laughs> yeah well we we okay. don't know yeah we don't oh mm-hmm. in episode 20 okay um the other show i'm watching And Nadia, I didn't tell you this so that I can have your raw reaction in this podcast. I'm watching okay. Boys Over Flowers, the Thailand version. Now, go. Let me tell you. <laughs> let me tell you something. Do you know that is just so funny because you said that. I'm still watching it today. What are you? <laughs> yes. And I've just reached I mean episode 1 because I started watching it today. Actually I started watching it like about 30 minutes ago. So I'm mm-hmm. still in episode 1. Mm-hmm. I'm still at the point where um they're introducing like the the girl is like talking about how bad those F boy F boys F four boys are and her uncle is like but they have such good They, they, they mm. have such good character like everyone says such good things about them mm. so many so many things to say about this show <laughs> so i'm no, guessing what okay. happened to you is what happened to me where you were bombarded with so many clips of boys of a flower the the thailand version yes. things were like all right fine I'll watch yes. the goddamn thing. Yes. Like the curiosity just got to me. I was like, fine. You know what? Everyone keeps saying this is the best boys of a club. Fine. Let me watch it. Ah, I feel like the bullying is even worse in this one. For real? Or maybe I don't remember the first boys of a club. Wait, I've watched two. I've watched Meet Your Garden. Mm-hmm. Oh, God. I'm even afraid. Mm-hmm. I'm even ashamed of saying that. Anyway, Okay, I'm not ashamed. I'm just embarrassed. Anyway, I watched with you again. I watched now the OG Boys mm-hmm. of Flowers. Mm-hmm. Is that the Korean one? Yeah. Yes. With Lee Min Ho and his bad hair. But anyway, yes. Um I don't remember the bullying in Boys of Flowers like the original being that bad. Like it was just or, do, or or am I the one who just got it wrong? I think you were focused so much on the romance. It was bad. See there was a point there was a kid who tried committing suicide. Yes. You know, that's what I was thinking about. I was like, hmm, my mind was like, okay. I can kind of remember there was like a suicidal element to this. Mm. But I wasn't sure if it was this drama that I was watching. I bet it was even the there was a kid I remember there it. was a kid that tried to commit suicide actually mhm yeah mm-hmm. the bullying okay, was the, bad yeah the bullying is bad mm-hmm. no i think just watching this one just made me wonder like why did someone even write this like why why was this a story you know 
and then we're going to have like a redemption arc for this man for for time oh gosh time and oh god anyway and his buddies but i did find the concept of saying i don't know if you've reached there yet i don't think you have there's a time when time yeah. yeah there's a time when time says um he 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 tells the uh, the person he's bullying that the issue I, i'm not the one who's bullying you right so mm. these people won't go against me to beat me these yeah. are people who they love uh, anonymity right mm. it's like the purge kind of they love mm. anonymity and and they want to do things in secret and i've just given them the permission to do those bad things in secret and let loose i was like ah i see where this is from but i'm still like mm someone needs to beat him up like really beat him up and not give him a love interest that's interesting that's quite interesting mm. but that was that was that was fun and then the last one that I'm currently watching is Warrior Dong Pak Dong Su the one for Ji Changuk and yeah mm. we'll talk about that one as we continue with the podcast yeah all right okay, okay. on to Ji Changuk and his amazingness we will start and I will ask you Nadia Why do you love Ji Changuk? So, um, one, I think he's a fantastic actor. He has a range. I think I said that about Zhang Yin. But anyway, um, <laughs> oh, Zhang Yin is such a... Okay, we're not talking about Zhang Yin. What am I thinking about him? I meant Ji Changuk. Um, <laughs> Ji Changuk is a fantastic actor. He has range. Um... I first started watching his shows. He's I think my first encounter with him was either Hila or Kate, I'm not sure, one of the two. So, mm-hmm. I've watched quite a number of his shows. I've watched Kate, I've watched Hila, I've watched um Suspicious Partner, I've watched Melting Melting Me Softly. Um what other shows yet did he? That guy. I kind of tried to watch Empress Key. Empress Chi mm-hmm. just because he was there you know so those are like four shows that I've seriously seriously watched and then uh, a show that I did try to watch was Empress Chi which I didn't finish I don't even think I got into it I didn't um another one that I tried to watch is um his most recent work actually with that girl with that that female actress what's her name mm. um oh, love struck no. in the I, city i never watched backstreet rookie even though everyone was like oh it looks good mm. no didn't bother um love struck love struck in the city love struck in the city kind of tried to watch it but dropped it but still watched the ending so yeah um <laughs> The only show that I've not watched of his is now Backstreet Rookie and that Chinese one that you're telling me about and maybe like his earlier works or something like that. So mm-hmm. why do I freaking love him because there's no show I've watched of his except Love Struck in the City that I didn't like. And he's also so attractive. There's just something about the way he acts. Whether it's action, whether it's comedy, like these these expressions he makes with his face i freaking so love true. it no he's just he's like a he's like a facial actor i don't know it's <laughs> just if if he's sad you see that he's sad if he's confused you can see that he's confused if he's angry you can see that he's angry and i love it when he's in love you can also see that he's in love mm. um apart from the fact that there's a time someone said that they hate they hate him because he's done so much plastic surgery i don't see it because that man's face still moves even though they were like oh his face doesn't move anymore so i don't even like the way he acts 
and i'm like um anyway that's besides the point so yeah that that was a lot about why mm-hmm. people like him but he's just apart from also being attractive mm-hmm. he's an attractive guy an attractive guy one of the best kissers in k drama oh like <sighs> the list can keep going <laughs> Nadia, only you would notice that. <laughs> Let me tell you. Mm-hmm. I'm even going to talk about it. You just wait. Ah, okay, I'm looking But he's honestly, he's honestly one of the best kissers. Like, people who get into it, he's mm-hmm. one of those. He gets, he gets into his role. I I remember all his, all his iconic kisses. <laughs> okay. Like, I remember them. To the point that sometimes I'm like, let me go watch that again. <laughs> He's a good kisser. Mm-hmm. Anyway. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Well, he seemed okay. like a good kisser. Well, camera tricks can also help. But yeah, I agree. I absolutely agree. Uh, I I also freaking love Chichangook. And he's one of the few male Uh, Korean actors that you just find yourself watching one of his work because mm-hmm. he's just in so many things and so many different genres that you'll just stumble yeah you just stumble into one of his great artistic works although True. for a very long time <laughs> mm-hmm. for a very long time I confused him with Lee Song Ji, the guy from uh, Vagabond. Mm-hmm. Okay. I don't know why. Don't know why. That's interesting. They don't look alike, but anyway. Um I don't know. <laughs> they gave me the same vibe, I guess. They actually know. They don't even they don't look alike at all, but for some they reason don't. Yeah, but for some reason my mind would be like Isn't that Ji Chang-wook's work? And then I go check and he's like, no. Because when we were compiling the list of dramas we've watched, I remembered this mm-hmm. drama about a king. It's called Ji Two King Hearts or something like that. Mm. King Two Hearts or something. Yeah. So I was like, wasn't that Ji Chang-wook? When I went, it was Lee Song-ji. And I was like, ah, why are you confusing <laughs> me like this? I think it's because of his range. Like it's exactly what you said. He's the kind of person who you're bound to find something that you like. If it's comedy, is there I mean suspicious partner is there. Um mm. if it's rom- if it's action and a bit of rom- and romance is there. So you have mm-hmm. um K2, you have Killer. Killer. Mm-hmm. If it's If you're looking for like a melodrama kind of thing, you have Melting Me Softly, you have um, Love Struck in the City, which is more like a contemporary romance kind of vibe. Mm. Um, I've not watched Backstreet Rookie, but I think it has a comedic element to it, right? Uh, I thought I had watched it. I was confusing it with another one <laughs> that had Lee Song Ji. I knew I was, because when I was looking at the clips, I was like, no, this isn't. This is like what I thought I watched. So mm-hmm. I haven't watched it. I think th- when I last saw it it had like a comedic element to it, but I watched the trailer and was like, no, this this is not for me. So yeah. Mm. Um and then and then you have him there as well in if you're looking for historical stuff, he's there with Empress Chi, you know. Mm. <sighs> for sure. For sure. So this is just yeah. my guy. He's just that guy. He's that yeah. guy. Mm-hmm. Like once in a while, I hop onto his Instagram and I'm like, okay, yeah. Anyway. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I, I feel like I need to tell you the history, that like my journey with Ji Changwook, because we've Jichang been Wook. through a lot. Yeah, okay. We've, okay. we've been through quite a lot, okay? Mm. So, the first ever film I watched for Ji Chang-wook, with no surprise to you, was Empress Chi. Mm-hmm. And I loved it. I know you don't like that show, but 
but I loved no, it. I never said that I don't like it. I just said I never got into it. <laughs> yeah. Well. Yeah. So I'm indifferent. Okay. I yeah. know you're indifferent to it, but I loved it. <laughs> and I was seated to, um, yesterday thinking, why did I love Empress Chi so much? And I realized it was so close to my first seed, to one of my first seed dramas, which was uh, The King's Woman. In concept, no tough girl. I, too I different. think I've watched The King's Woman. Okay, no, I haven't. Anyway, <laughs> the tough girl who's being fought for by two different guys and ends up with a guy you don't want her to end up with. That's what I felt Empress Chi was like. Mm. And Ji Chang Wook's character. I hated him to the core. <laughs> I hated him so much as the emperor. Uh, mm-hmm. I think it was called Ta Huan or something like that. I hated him so much that I said, I will never watch a Ji Chang Wook series ever again. Like, <laughs> like, you just took it so personally. You were like, I hate the I... character. Sorry, I'm done. I'm done with you. <laughs> like I was unable to separate his acting yeah. from him being a human being. I hated him so much because oh, she was such a coward. And then the fact that the Empress Chi ended up with him. And then the whole thing got into, it was so sad because I got to know she would end up with him. Because I was mm. rooting for her to end up with the second lead. Um mm. <laughs> Wang Yu, I think was the character's name. You had second lead syndrome. Okay, fine. Mm-hmm. I did. I did. And I had it so bad because the second lead was so nice, so courageous, wanted mm. to put the emperor, the empire strong and, you know, to build the empire. Like he was, he was that guy you could rely on, right? And I was like, mm. Empress Chi, you got to get with this guy because you're going to go places. She ended up mm. with the coward emperor. He was a puppet to other people who wanted their way. Mm. But oh, he loved her, saying, right? I don't care, man. <laughs> he was <laughs> a coward. Uh, I think the only thing I know about Empress Chi is that, well, apart from the fact that it had a strong female lead, which was what was important, because after all, the show was about her. Her, yeah. In his weakness, he still, or rather in his cowardliness, he still loved the Empress. What's love got to do with it? (laughs) I mean, I'm just stating it. You know, I don't know. I haven't watched the show, so I can't fully discuss it in depth. But... (laughs) But that's true. But that's yeah, true. you're right. I mean, when you have a strong female lead, it's definitely a waste for them to end up with someone who doesn't seem to be like the right partner. Yeah. Yeah. But since it was based on true historical events, of course. Um, but isn't it interesting? Because we tend to have the strong female, we tend to have the strong male lead. So it's it's nice to see you once in a while the rules stand, you know, the rules reversed. Mm. Mm. Where you have the stronger character being the woman. I mean, yeah. women are only strong, but now actually seeing it in a sense of like, she possesses fortitude, literally. Like, yeah. Like, that's just her character. Her mm. and, yeah. And it's strength not behind evil. Because I find mm-hmm. that women who are strong in most historical Fantastic. series, yeah, they are villains or they are the mother superior. Are they called mother superior? Like the it's usually the, the king, mother, the mother dowager, the queen dowager. The dowager. Yes, queen dowager, or you know, like they are after some kind of power. Mm. It's usually either the queen, the queen dowager, Mm. or once Mm. in a while, like in 
the most recent one that I watched, it was the the villain. The main villain was the head of the, you know, those the court mates, the main court oh, yeah. lady. She was yeah. the villain. I was like, what? What? No. <laughs> but she was a damn good villain, though. Hmm. Yeah. We love a good villain. It's true. We always it's love true. a good villain. Yeah, okay. Ajiwan did a great job in Empress G. And that's why I followed her in King to Hearts. And that's why my head was like, oh, that one Aji Changuk. It did not. So <laughs> after my journey with Empress G, I saw a clip of K2. And I was like, this is interesting. Is it that guy mm. who was a coward? And now all of a sudden he's a macho man beating people with umbrellas. I like this. Imagine. I love this. <laughs> So I turned into K2, Hila, and went down that Jichangwuk rabbit hole. And I realized I hated him so much because he's an incredible actor. So now I love him. That's true. That's when you know someone is a fantastic actor. When you completely hate and no, you detest the character to the point that you don't even like the person anymore. That's when you know that person has done their like They've actually told it well, yes. Okay, yeah, that, so was, that was your journey. journey. Yeah. No, okay. My journey, I can't, I can't figure out which one, which of the two, like I said earlier, that I watched first. So I either started watching Hila, I either watched Hila first or K2. Um, hmm. Which kind of sucks. I don't know why I don't remember this. Because it feels like it was so long ago. I mean, it was that period, I think I must have watched Airs. So, that's a long time ago. It's like almost four years. That's a while back. Like mm. three to four years. Actually, it's more. It's actually four years ago. Could be four years. Um. So I have a feeling I must have watched Hila first. A young Pakmin Young, and there I had to watch the whatever, like just a love story like their love story to refresh my mind because I don't even remember what that story was about. Hila and K2 literally don't mm. remember what it was about. Um, I was being overambitious thinking that I'd be able to watch K2. I did not. Mm-hmm. So I'm still on episode one, like re-watching it. I might just have to be realistic and say that maybe maybe it will not happen. Anyway, so Hila, K2. K2 freaking loved it because I don't remember Hila. But Kato, I freaking loved it. Oh wait, I remember Hila. I remember was she like um what was she doing there? I don't remember the guy. I remember Jiji Changwook in this. But okay, I do. I kinda do. But I remember what? the girl, I think had a heart disease or something of the sort. No, she had fear of violence. Oh, she didn't have like a heart disease. I don't remember heart disease. What I do remember is mm-hmm. she couldn't witness violence because when her uh, when their their house was attacked, she mm. saw something very violent when she was young, and then her mm. mom told her, "Don't speak," because they were running and she hid, I think, behind a trash can, and then the mm. mom told her, "Be quiet, don't speak." So when her adoptive fathers because it looks like they both okay had the adoptive father and best friend <laughs> took I mean, her I, in. That's, she that's did. a thing i also remember they had a bakery right yeah yeah she didn't talk for many many was it months she didn't talk because mm. yeah she was told by her mom to be quiet okay okay clearly don't remember that story um k2 i also don't remember what the story was about like i don't remember why um the female lead was being chased i just remember that ji changuk was an attractive bodyguard i was like mm, like oh my god and i don't know like there were things he would do and i was like wow okay uh, i also need to get myself a bodyguard and I Loki shipped him with the older, like with the villain. I was like, what's wrong with me? Why do I like 
I had a problem with that thing. No, they were a good couple. They had like some serious mm. tension going on, but freaking loved it. Loved it. Like mm. I have a feeling she liked him. She never admitted it, but the way she used to look she at did. him. She did. She did. There was like some attraction there because she had she her relationship with her husband was very okay so let's see if i can remember the story because me i enjoyed that story very much and the soundtrack was amazing <laughs> so her husband uh, i think he, let me see his name jangsi jun right mm-hmm. was the father mm-hmm. to the main female lead ko anna ko anna anna she was called anna yes i remember anna yes so yeah. Yeah so she this villain Choi Young Yojin she's mm. the one who put Anna in like a monastery somewhere yeah yeah i think to curb her from one to keep the husband in control and mm-hmm. two to like prevent her from uh, inheriting the empire that she was building mm Yeah. So the very first scene I I remember very well Anna was running away and Ji Chang-wook's character Ji Ha is the one you know uh, who they bumped into each other and she was screaming help me help me and the bastard did nothing <laughs> like that really got to me. So okay, he, he tried to help until did he, he oh, Yeah, he did. He did because you remember there was the scene at the train station at the underground yes. like the like now the actual train station where he beat up mm-hmm. um he like beat up that cop and i think mm-hmm. killed i don't know if he made killed him or made him pass out one of those two mm-hmm. um then while while they were going or something like that mm-hmm. she ended up like being arrested again mm-hmm. by those people and taken back and taken back and then the guy and and he stopped helping her because when he looked at at the at that person he had beaten up they had a cops badge a mm. police badge and he was like damn not getting into this don't even know who this woman is i'm just about to live my life like let me go where it is i'm going so He did try to help. He tried to intervene until he was like, mm, "This kind of looks super sus and I'm not interested in like dipping my fingers into this from so out." So he left. Yeah. Yeah. Let me ask you, how, what was it that uh, the main female lead had on him that kept blackmailing him that made uh-uh. him the bodyguard? Let me tell you. Do you I don't remember that story. I don't. Which is why I'm telling you I feel like I want to watch K2 again. Yeah. Even the, the the action was impressive. It really was. So But, so impressive. Yeah, it was. Mm-hmm. It was. It was a bit exaggerated. But I mean, who's to say that those things don't happen? But it, it, anyway, there's no but. It was exaggerated, Cynthia. That's all I'm going to say. <laughs> so all K drama, all K series that have action that I've watched. Yeah. They are exaggerated. They are extremely mm. exaggerated. Mm. Like now he's like, just cleaning cleaning the window and then there he is again hitting it and getting in. I was like, "Sir, not possible. Not possible." They just seemed crazy the dude show. jumped off the window two floors down into a car and came out unscathed. You know, those, those are things I just don't understand. I'm like fine it's fine like we move with it we move with it we keep going we watch and we're yeah. like yeah i'm watching something fictional so i move on so i move on he's supposed to be this deadly guy who can kill you at any point so i accepted mm-hmm. it i was like yeah um that's who that's who he is but i always like the fact that he's able to like demonstrate those two sides of him because even in hila he was this recluse an introvert very Yeah, was, I think he was an introvert. But he was like a, he was more of a he was more of a recluse actually than he was an introvert to be honest. Um depends on what your on what your definition of introvert is. But what's recluse? A recluse is just like someone who 
I hope I'm using it correctly. Like someone who self. Um you keep yourself hidden, lack of a better term. Yeah. Yeah, that was his entire character. He was the healer. He did things and didn't want yeah, people I'm... to know who he was. Yeah, it's like a hermit actually. Mm. Like you just favor yeah. the solitary life. And he yeah, he actually was a recluse because he was he he had a very solitary life going on and he avoided people apart from that scene where he goes and works with the with the girl like which was undercover face, which was still undercover but still he showed his face um because mm. Hila himself never used to like showing his face mm. yeah and preferred being um being a hermit which makes sense why like he broke down that time he was sick he, he was he his mentor had died so he shut everyone off from the world he didn't get sick i think he got sick he, he got very sick because he wasn't eating he wasn't doing mm-hmm. anything and then like he had shut even the hacker from communication completely so mm. when uh, Park Min Young's character came in or found by the graces of god i guess found his hideout Which he I'm was still wondering how weak. she found it but anyway but she kind of was like following Hila's life so mm. yeah that's one and then two she, she was given hints by the hacker so the hacker went mm. to see her also like that they have you know Mm. And an Ajumat that. That's true. Oh yeah. I'd forgotten that. I mean mm. I need to like check. I'm like still around. I'm saying in that sense. Like still acting. I don't know. Probably she's yeah. given the mother roles. Definitely all Ajumas are given mother roles. Okay. Okay, makes sense. Um What are, what else? Was... <gasps> no. The hacker was our favorite Ajuma. Yes, it was. She wait, is she the one? No, she's not. It's her. What do you mean our Sin- favorite? The one <laughs> in all she's always playing the mom in everything. Do you remember the person who is Kimmy Kimmy Kyung? Okay. I I need to do uh, a little more research. Kimmy Kyung. Yes, she's usually uh, the mother, yes. But not in- Oh, yes she is. Oh my gosh. No. No. What? Respect absolute respect yeah um she's she's also his mother in forecasting love and worth oh yeah and she still looks the same i'm like i freaking need to drink whatever form of youth that you have like that water i need it as well because what she still looks oh. the same in all shows i've watched she looks whether she's poor whether she's rich i'm like okay i've never seen any rich character but she's always like middle income stroke poor stroke mm. lower income oh wow revelation for us um <laughs> so yeah k2 was amazing like then after that suspicious partner mm. came out oh i loved suspicious partner Yeah. It's one of my favorites to be honest on Chichangok. The comedy, mm-hmm. the even the bits where like they they show the tra- his traumatic past and everything. I'm like this guy is a freaking good actor but the comedy is what got me. And then he was paired up with that his female lead like they had such good chemistry. Yes, yes they did. Good. 
chemistry. Oh my god. And then him in a prosecutor's uniform. And his <laughs> undying love for the second lead. But then I got over that. Yeah, he did. He did. I also like the fact that he was so damn attractive in the show. But that's besides the point. Um, <laughs> when he put on those glasses, Cynthia, I was like, fine. I mean, it's fine. It's okay. You know, <laughs> I'm okay. Hold I'm up. Okay. Can we discuss the fact that those glasses were one Harry Potter glasses and two they, they were one at the end of the nose bridge, dude? Why? That's what and old the, people and the do. Look, and then the way he'd look at he'd look at people through them. I'm like, why are you giving me such old people vibes, but still looking <laughs> attractive? Like I can't deal. I, the two and you know the fact that he talked about um those harry potter glasses he's also he also wears glasses in the end of k2 no not k2 is it k2 yeah no really k2 no, not the end not the final final episode because the final episode they're like some i don't know they're on a beach or something yeah. or a fountain i can't remember it was one of those um was it where it, when he was in subways no, there's a bit where he walks towards her to hug her. Huh. Anyway, the only reason I remember that is because I've watched the refresher today. Yeah. It's either K2 or it's Hila, but it must be K2. I think he was wearing this. I'll have to take your word for it. Uh-huh. I'm, also now, I'm also now confused because I'm like, hmm? One of those three. Either he was either wearing those glasses in Hila, A2, or. And it's a snow scene. Because he like hugs her. And she gets into. The female lead gets into his coat. Boat. Ah. Coat, coat, coat. Oh. The coat that he was wearing. Like he hugs. You know that thing where you open the coat and then you like put it around? I have mm-hmm. a feeling it's gay too. I don't know. But anyway, um, so suspicious partner. And then after that, I think Love Struck Pity. I tried to watch it, but gave up on it. But it had a great, I feel like it had a great, um, it started off well. I just don't know why I lost momentum. But there was still something in me that wanted to keep up with what was going on with the show. I did that. <laughs> I found it odd. Mm-hmm. Because of how the time it came out. Because when it was coming out, I was really entering into K dramas and I really loved the authenticity that was K dramas. And I tended mm. to go for much older dramas than the new ones. So when I saw this one that was taking so much from Hollywood. I was mm. like, nah, that's what I'm running away from. It could also be because it was on Netflix. Actually, quite a number of Netflix K-dramas have a more contemporary and closer to what, I guess, the twin, what we as a society can relate to. Mm. But they don't, they don't take it to the extreme. But this one was weird. Because how do you just meet someone and then you guys get married? That was weird. Well, they do it in Love is Blind. I mean, yeah, that's the purpose of the show. But this one, <laughs> you can't just meet someone out of the blues and then you're like, mm. I mean, I don't even think they knew each other for more than two weeks. But they, mm. there they were, getting married. Yeah, um, this is just weird. But... Just cast looking good there. I mean, there's no show where I've watched it not looking good. Uh, then, Melting Me Softly. Melting Me Softly was really mm-hmm. That was one of the hottest kisses. <laughs> <laughs> that rain shower kiss. Like, 
Which, thank you for sending it. I will agree, yes. And it's kind of weird for me because to me, Ji Chang-wook is an action person, not a romance. Mm-hmm. So even the romance scenes in in the shows we're talking about, I completely blocked them out. He, to me, he's action. But yeah, mm-hmm. that was good. That's, that's, that's so, I don't know. You know, the more we do this, the more I realize mm-hmm. how we just... As much as we like one thing, which is gay dramas, uh, mm-hmm. how we watch them is so different. Because I watch it from a romantic angle. So for me, Ji Chang Wu stands out as a romance person. So I can tell you, he does. He can do romantic action. He can do romantic comedies. He can do contemporary romantic. romance. Like there's no. I've not everything I've watched has a romantic element, and I'm always like, yeah. That freaking stands out for me, you know. <laughs> and I think that's why I liked him. Apart from the fact that I feel like he's one of the best kissers in K-drama land, but he's just he's good at portraying those emotions, you know. Yeah. Even in Love Struck in the father. City. Yeah, yeah, like in Love Struck in the City, he was supposed to be this person who like fell hard for this girl and um, you know, just you you meet this person and then you like them, and that's what happened. He met her, he liked her character, and her personality so hard for her. And then she up and leaves him without mm. saying anything. I loved how he was able to just show the anguish and just the whole process of him dealing with that. So even when she when he saw her when she came back to his life and he was him trying to figure out like why did you leave me um what was wrong and then finding out that oh this is where you actually did go mm-hmm. it was interesting ah and i didn't watch that show but anyway <laughs> yeah <laughs> so one of those shows i also have a couple of those didn't watch them but kept track Thank you for listening to the Beyond Hollywood podcast, the Ji Chang-wook episode part one. Stay tuned for part two of more of the Healer Actor.